so then fast forward to episode two, because in episode two, it kind of like finished episode one, the way that they cut it. So Mario, because yeah. I was, I was going to say, so in this episode, in episode two, Mario got the last rose and like, did you hear him? He was so salty about it. He made some like fucking snide remark being like, oh, like I forgot what he said. When he cheers the glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck? They don't have enough beds for everyone. Wild. But I think it's because they didn't cancel the rose ceremony. So they didn't send home as many guys as maybe they typically Usually would on have. The first night, like seven guys go home. Right. So right. guys are like sleeping on the couches, sleeping outside. Like it was wild to see. I'll go like, sleep at Gabby's house. Be like, yo, Gabby, let me same. in for a snuggle. Same. I, or I'd like, I'd fucking spoon another guy. I'd be like, yo, bro, move over. Like we're sharing a bed yeah, tonight. Cuddle, man. <laughs> they made breakfast together, which I thought was really cute. Rachel and Gabby. Yeah. Are we um, doing episode two right now? Yeah, we're doing episode two. Oh, I thought we have a separate meeting for that. I mean, we can break that. Yeah. You want to break and jump on that? I don't even care. It's fine. No, you're right. We probably should break because it'll kick us off in a minute. So let's end it and then go into the next one. Okay. Bye. Go to the 531. Yeah. Going now. Bye. Episode two. Yeah, so they started it off with, like, showing that the guys didn't have enough beds. Then the girls make breakfast together. Then they do their one-off, or sorry, their group date. Their group date. And remember, it was, uh, like, the pageant contest shit. And I, like, it really wasn't it. I thought it was weird. And, like, why is it that when it's the Bachelorette season they like objectify the fuck out of the guys and put them in like fucking thongs and skippy ass shit. And like, if that ever happened on the bachelor, if the bachelor was like, here, ladies, here's a bunch of swimsuits, put them on, look skanky. People would lose their fucking mind. But why do they think it's okay to do it for the guys? Like some guys, maybe they don't want to wear fucking speedos. Like give them an option. I didn't like that. It wasn't it for me. It's so typical. I wasn't even surprised though, because they do this every time. This is the same thing. Now, did you watch Claire's season? Yeah, it was awful. Where that guy basically left because he was annoyed of the classless decision. And it would have been less classless if they had made, like, if it was the show that came up with the idea. But the girls were like, ooh, how do we get to see their abs? Like, their abs shouldn't matter at this point. Like, yeah, it shouldn't matter at all. You don't even know these guys. They're fucking strangers. And, like, why are you trying to see them half naked, like, second week? Like, you should know that farther into the season. Second week was the second day. Yeah, true. Second second day. day. Yeah, I'm thinking second week because that's how we watched it. But, yeah, you're right. Second day, like, come on. Like, you shouldn't be basing who you want to be with based off of solely on their looks. Because, like, good luck. And you can test somebody's confidence in other ways. It doesn't have to be like that exactly and you can uh, make them all give a speech or some shit they don't have to strip down wasn't somebody i forgot who it was one of the guys whatever they were wearing was so skimpy that they had to like block it out yeah their dick was probably too big (laughs) was it it jacob was it him was it jacob no it wasn't that guy it was um quincy or something like that 
Oh, was it Quincy? Yeah, maybe it was. I actually like Quincy. I don't mind him. I loved his reasoning for telling Rachel and Gabby. He said it like about the Chris situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Is that so episode we'll get two to- or episode three? No, that's episode two. So we'll get we'll get to that. So okay. I wrote that I thought it was really cute and I really did. I thought it was funny and cute that they all had to work out and they did like were they were doing push-ups in the bedroom before. I thought that was really cute. I was like, oh my I, god, they're too. throwing out pumped. Heart. Yeah, yeah, they're thrown out hard. And the fact that they started stopping their speedos, I thought that was really funny. Me too. But then Jesse, I wrote that Jesse made some sort of like suggestion that I kind of felt like alluded to them getting naked. Like he, I forget what he said. He said something like, oh, like what, what are you guys willing to do or some shit? And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with everything though? Like in this, everything is justified because everything's gone to shit. It's true. Oh, I, ew, I wrote in here and I don't remember this, but I forgot that Logan said his ex would call him a big stunner. Who says that? Ew. That reminds me of, oh my God, whose fucking season was it? Was it Claire's season where, uh, oh my God, I'm picturing what he looks like and I can't remember. And he goes, oh yeah, she's a rocket or something. Uh, his name is fucking, uh, oh, oh, hold on. He has a stupid name with a C. Clay, not Clayton, uh-huh. uh huh. Something. No, not she's a rocket. She's you're smoking. Smoke, smoke show, smoke show. It was you're a smoke, smoke show. show. <laughs> um, the C. Cringy. Yeah, he ended up going on Bachelor in Paradise. Cringy as fuck, and he called somebody a smoke show on Bachelor in Paradise too. So gross. His hey, name was a weird name too. Yeah, he had a weird fucking name. Anyways, uh, okay, ew, 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 Meepo pouring pasta sauce on himself? No. Somebody made a funny joke being like, I can't eat pasta sauce for like however long now because of that. Ever again. Oh my God. And then Chris. Chris was so fucking cringy. They put, he was so cringy that they put underneath his name that he was tone deaf. (laughs) Did you pick that up? (laughs) I didn't pick it up. I picked up when the twins went on the screen and their job was twins. (laughs) I love that. I love when production just comes in clutch with like the fucking little like remarks and shit. The little there was a Canadian and his job was Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. So let's talk about Chris and how much of like a fucking loser he is pretty much. Okay. So. Let's Chris talk to Chris. Fucking idiot. Yeah. So I, I can't believe that he thought like, I, I, I don't know. I, I feel two types of ways about this. I understand yeah. the fact that he is trying to think more ahead and think down the road about, you know, uh, what the fuck is it called? A fantasy suites and shit. But like, at the same time, I don't think that he should be voicing that. I think that it's weird that he thought it was appropriate to like, talk about the fact that he's thinking about it like I'm sure everybody's thinking about fucking these girls but like you don't need to talk about it like second day and also the fact that he was asked I forget who it was somebody asked him like okay well if you were to get that far would you let them know beforehand yeah would you let them know beforehand that 
you, you know, are not going to be interested if they sleep with other people and like kind of put it back on, Hey, the situation that they were put in with Clayton, are you going to try to do a better, you know, wasn't that Quincy? Maybe it was Quincy. And the fact that he's like, no, I'm like, you're a piece of fucking shit. Didn't he, he didn't say no. Didn't he say it depended on the situation? I don't remember. I just knew. But I even was- so though, like what other situation would there be? Yeah, it just didn't. It just really didn't make sense to me. Oh yeah. I thought it was weird that for, but I guess I didn't, un- I didn't understand as a viewer what the concept was going to be like the fact that they were doing group dates together. I didn't understand that that's how it was going to be like, I thought it was going to be like separate. And so I didn't get it. And I wrote that Gabby's first combo, she got a kiss. And then Rachel also liked the same person, but I forget who it was. Logan. Was it Logan? Yeah. yeah. Okay. My thing is I like, it actually takes away from these girls experiences because Instead of being the bachelorette and getting three dates a week, they only get technically two, right? So it even like cuts your time short on how quickly you're able to even form a relationship, right? You're almost like forced to do it fast because you don't have a lot of time. Yeah, no, that's so true. Okay, so now let's fast forward. Jordan, the one-on-one. Oh, this is going to break my heart talking about this. I actually really liked him. And I was really surprised. And Stephen made a comment. I'm going to tell you why, though. Oh, my God. Me and my, my knife. I'm going to tell you why. Jordan is too good for Rachel. You want to know why Rachel was bored and Rachel felt like something was missing? Because they weren't kissing at the fucking dinner table. You want to know what's crazy? On the date, everything's so much fun. He's amazing. We're making out. We're flying around. We're floating. Then we're going to go to dinner. And I'm going to learn about his parents. And I'm in the days off because I'm bored. Something's missing because you know what he's not saying? I'm here for you. I think I'm falling in love with you, Rachel. You're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I'm choosing you over Gabby. That's all this girl wants to hear. So the fact that they're talking about other things, she's bored. She's bored. You're right. You're right. Look at her and Zach's date. It went so well because they're meant to be. It's about her. It's not about him. It's about her. I'm telling you. Yeah. She was emotionally neglected and that's not her fault, but now she's compensating and she's sending good guys home. Thank God he went home. He just, she didn't even deserve him. Yeah. I was so sad for him. Cause like, I thought he seemed like a really nice guy. I thought that they had like a cute first date, and then yeah, at the dinner, like it was weird because I felt like they clicked because he's like, Oh, I know. Oh, I can relate because of driving cars or whatever he does he's a race car driver i think and they yeah. can relate because she flies airplanes whatever and there was a moment there where i was like oh my god this is her guy because just the way that she was looking at him and the way he was looking at her and then next thing you know it's like something changed something flipped yeah. and then all of a sudden she wasn't into it and if you think about the conversation i almost feel like she's looking for some she's looking for someone to fit in this tiny little box in her brain and they have to be exactly that. And if you're slightly outside of that, she's not interested. And what I mean by that is he said his parents, I think he said his parents were divorced or something, or they weren't together. And like, I, I, yeah. I'm wrong, but that's what I remember hearing. And I feel like the second he said that she's like, Oh, it's not going to be this picture. Perfect 
family where like, you know, you have your parent, your one set of parents, I have my one set of parents and then everybody gets along. It's all, all of a sudden like, oh, your parents aren't together. That complicates it. That doesn't fit in my tiny little box where if she, if that's how she's going to go through the entire season and maybe I'm wrong, but if that's how she's going to go through the entire season, she's not going to find anybody because no one's going to fit her. Or she'll find somebody that's looking for the same thing and then they'll burn out three months in. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, I fully agree with everything you just said. I fully, fully agree. I felt so sad. I felt so sad. Yeah, I even wrote Jordan and Rachel during dinner look like they're going to fuck. Okay, I'm so confused. I thought Rachel was into him. She probably sent one of the only guys that was there for her home. <laughs> like, honestly, though, there are a lot of guys that are like, okay, this is the thing. A lot of guys are into Rachel. And I understand why, Okay. The thing is, is what kind of guys are these guys? You know, like, are they guys that want to fuck? Are these guys that are serious? Are these guys that want to make it to VIP? I truly feel like Jordan was a good guy. So I'm like, I hope you didn't get rid of your only good guy. You know, a hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. I I hope you didn't get rid of your only good guy. So then we flip back to Chris talking about his bullshit. And then Gabby's one-on-one date with Nate. First thing, I hated the way it started out. I know Rachel's in the house, whatever. Like Rachel, me too. But then I don't like what Rachel says on behind the scenes. Like, you know, I'm sad that my day didn't go well, but I'm happy for Gabby. Like she just looks miserable. Yeah, like she can't be happy. She can't be happy for Gabby because it's not going perfect for her. And then as soon as it's going perfect for her and bad for Gabby, she doesn't even like, she didn't even do anything about it. She's like, oh, what's wrong? I don't get it. Why isn't it going perfect for you? It's perfect for me. Yeah. So, okay, like, what do we think of Nate? Like, because, like, I'm obsessed. I think Nate I love is him. Him. And I just really hope that he doesn't get hurt. And I have to say, thank God he's going for Gabby. Because Rachel would fucking treat him like shit or send him home if he didn't say the right thing. You yeah. Know? She okay. would, for sure. I think. Yeah. I think that he's top three. If he isn't, I'm going to be pretty surprised. But then again, like he might be perfect, but not perfect for Gabby. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. The only drawback as to why I don't think Gabby would choose him is because I don't think that she'd be ready for being like a stepmom. Yeah, but Gabby wouldn't take him to the final three unless she was, because that would just be wasting his time. So honestly, Nate's fate is this. He either wins or she sends him home in two weeks because she does, she can't bear the thought of him being away from his daughter for any longer. Yeah. Yeah. Or she sends him home before like hometowns or something Yeah, because yeah, she can't, she can't deal with that. Yeah. That's what I think. Then again, I've been watching the show for so long. Everything is so predictable. Rose ceremony. Okay. Okay, no, he definitely gets the final rose. They keep showing other people and they're not showing him. Like, it's just the filming is just so predictable. And I'm, I don't, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. But know? do you find that predictability, like, comforting? Because, like, you almost, like, know what to expect? Or do you have different thoughts? Yeah. About I, I think I do like it because it's more fun for me to be right and be like, yeah. <laughs> Versus like being scared that my good, that my favorite guy is going to go home. Right. That's true. Okay. So we're going to end it with the Chris situation. 
Chris and the rose ceremony. Yeah. Yes. So the Chris drama was unfucking real. I'm glad that Quincy brought it up to the other guys and was like, okay, what the fuck? We need to bring this up to the girls. But like, I always feel so like sketchy about these situations because like, I, I get where the guys are coming from or, you know, vice versa, the girls, when they want to bring up this, these dramas and shit that's going on. But I always feel bad for the person that comes forward and brings it up because like in some situations, those are the people that end up getting sent home. Right. When they're trying to do something good, there's people that do it maliciously that are trying to start drama, but then there's sometimes where it's people doing it for good. In this situation, I thought it was good that Quincy brought it up because I don't think that Chris should be there. He was way too confident and cocky being like, yeah, I'm here. They're going to pick me, blah, blah, blah. Like being so weird. And then (laughs) the fact that the girls confronted him and he was so manipulative. It was disgusting. Um, Chris is an asshole, but this is the thing. I have a couple things to say about this. It's fair for him to think about having sex, right? But the way that you are talking about it is as as if you already know you're going to be there. Yeah. And that's very presumptuous. And that's what some, that's what one of the other guys said too. It's one thing to be confident and one thing to be a prick, right? Because even when somebody got the rose, he said something stupid like, oh, 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 I know that these people are uh, going people that won the group date i know these people are going to the after party because you know she's she's not she's unsure of you guys people that are staying back like she sure she's sure of i'm like what yeah it didn't make sense that's, that's not what this is about buddy do you anyways think- second thing is about quincy i wanted to say i yeah, love quincy yeah and i truly feel like he did all of that for the right reasons and he he's the first person in bachelor history to say it correctly if my significant other heard somebody say something that i know is important information and not tell me i would actually be more upset the person that didn't tell me because you're like you're supposed to have my back yeah and it's true he did not be like, oh one less guy in the competition chris is no threat to him he no. was genuinely looking out for these women and that's why i was very happy and that's why i think he stayed too yeah, I think so too. I actually like Quincy. I think he's cute. He's funny. Do you feel like Quincy should have talked to the girls together or it's okay that he only pulled Rachel? No, I think he should have talked to the girls together. I did think that was weird, but maybe it's because he felt like he had more of a connection with Rachel at first. Or maybe Gabby was like really busy. Yeah, that is true. Or Gabby was talking to him at the time. Do you think that if they didn't bring that forward, do you think that Chris would have lasted a couple more weeks? Chris would have lasted another week. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Bachelor would Because Bachelor would have kept it under wraps and then told the girls, keep them, keep them. Yeah, 100%. So I, I just didn't like the way that Chris tried to like spin it on them. And like, I don't need, I forget what he said, but he was just like so fucked up about it and was like making them seem like they're the bad guys. And then what made me feel really good is all the guys like, yeah, when he left, And then like, they walked him out and he was like, oh, like, what am I supposed to do? I'm just supposed to leave. I was like, yeah, you fucking idiot. Like, 
what else do you think is going to happen? And then comes back to confront Quincy. I'm like, no, like, are you psycho? And then the, the, uh, the two leads like Gabby and Rachel just fucking bust through the crowd. And they're like, no, this isn't happening. And then all the guys like circle around and they're like, buddy, get out. Like that made me feel really good. Cause I felt like they were all like protecting them. It reminded me of Hannah Brown season when Luke came back and yeah. they're like, but she said, leave, leave, just go, man. Like they were in his face because it's true at the end of the day, like you can be considered a freaking psychopath if you're not listening to what someone's at, like get out of my personal space and you're still in that space. Ugh. Yeah. Kind of fucking gross. Okay. That's but honestly, that's- he could have just apologized. He could have just said, I'm sorry. I fucked up. I was thinking really far ahead. I promise I will look at things that are from a more realistic point of view. And I really do want to push forward versus, well, it's not really what I said. What I said was acting all cool, calm and collected. He should be fucking terrified. Yeah. He should be worried that he's going to be sent home, but yet he didn't care like at all. At all. He'll probably be brought onto paradise knowing the way the bachelor system works. Oh, easily. So my, my end thoughts of this episode, as I said, Nate was top three and Logan's, uh, Rachel's pick, like final pick. No. Did you, did you have any final thoughts? Nate is top three. Tino is top three. Like Tino's the winner for Rachel. That's what I think. And I also um, want to say Mario getting the final rose. That was very weird because what happened? Like she really liked him, gave him the first impression rose. And then he kind of like fizzled out. Remember Teddy from Clayton season. Is it going to be one of those? So I'm eager to see how that pans out. Yeah. They, you know, the first impression rose is, is always really interesting because I usually find that the people that get the first impression roses are usually like they fizzle out throughout the episodes. You don't see them for a couple of weeks. Then all of a sudden, bam, they're back. And they've developed this like heavy relationship and you're like, where did this come from? But meanwhile, they have had conversations, but they're just not airing that part. It's kind of like they're trying to trickle it in and just like surprise you with, oh no, look at this relationship that's developed overnight. And you're like, that didn't actually happen though. But in previous seasons, if you look at the stats, almost every first impression rose has become the winner. So I feel like in more recent seasons, it's becoming different now. It's like first impression rose. I like you, but because I know I like you, I'm going to save you in my mind. But then you do that. And then you forget about the person who else was first impression roses that like made it far Jordan from uh, Jojo and Jordan. See, okay. I haven't seen that far back. I only started watching Hannah Brown. Oh, you started at the perfect time. I started at the perfect timing. Well, look at Michelle and Nate. Nate won it too. Yeah, but they're not together anymore. I know, but he won it. He, want, he was first impression? Yeah. Oh, shit. Look at Hannah Brown and Jed. Jed won it. Jed did was Jed first get the first impression? impression or did Luke? I thought Luke was first impression. Luke was first impression. But he made it far. Oh. Yeah. Luke made it to top five. Top four. Top four, yeah. Which was nuts. Yeah, considering all the, like, she really pushed for him. And Remember I think, this? I think Dale yeah. was first impression rose too because like oh, Claire was course. like fucking obsessed with them yeah and they're not That's together why I really do think that Tino will go far 
Yeah. I, you know what, the more you keep talking about Tino, like, I think you're right. I just, at that point, I didn't really, he wasn't really on my radar. I think until week three. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Tino will make it far. I think Nate deserves to make it far. And if not, if Gabby knows that he's not the one, I know that she will send him home and be fair to his daughter. That's what I feel confident in. Bye. Bye. Well, that concludes today's episode. Bye, Vibers.